All right. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Juggernaut Podcast. My name is Anthony James, and I'm joined today with my co-host, Stephanie Flood. How are you today? I'm great, Anthony. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Today is a very special day. I'm excited to welcome Kelly Resendez to our show. She's going to help us understand how we can create an abundant mindset and remove resistance. How does that sound? That sounds like we're going to learn a lot today. Kelly, how are you doing? It's been a while since I've seen you. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Fantastic. Just excited to be here with the Gold Nation. All right. Well, fantastic. Before we get started, just a couple of quick reminders. Of course, our podcast is dedicated to helping professionals in the real estate community become an unstoppable force, a juggernaut. We believe that when the real estate professional gets better, everybody wins. And of course, we release a brand new podcast on the third Wednesday of every single month. And if you're looking for more information, you can check us out online, juggernautpodcast.com. All right, let's get this party started. Um, I'm excited for this conversation with Kelly. Uh, Stephanie, if you would do the honors, let's uh, give Kelly the appropriate introduction before we get started with our content today. Great. Well, I would like to welcome our first female guest to the Juggernaut Podcast. Very excited to have you here, Kelly. Let me tell our audience a little bit about you. Kelly is the author of best-selling book, Big Voices and Foundation to Sustainable Success. She also offers training and coaching through her two companies, Big Voices and Foundation to Sustainable Success. She is passionate about helping people increase joy, reduce suffering, and learn to think differently. Her own journey has helped her create the strategies and tools that she shares throughout her books. Currently, Kelly is an EVP at Lone Pal, where she runs recruitment, training, and customer experience. Kelly, welcome to the Juggernaut Podcast. Hi, super excited to be here with both of you guys today. Nice. All right, well, let's let's get started, Kelly. I want to kind of uh, kick things off with just the current state of this world that we find ourselves in. You know, it's November 2020. And uh, we've been going through this pandemic now for the better part of seven months or so. Uh, we just finished a presidential election. Political tensions are high. Social inequality is at an all-time high. There's just so much tension in the world today. And, you know, I, I find folks really struggling with this isolation and the world that they find themselves in and how they stay positive and keep their mental health strong and focused right now on the most important things in their lives, which, of course, are relationships and the families that they're around. And, and there's so much good stuff that we can focus on, but there's so much headwind against us in this environment. So I felt like, you know, this conversation was timely. Um, you know, I recently heard a message. It talked about the four stages of disaster fatigue. And uh, stage one is, you know, the uncertainty and the fear. And I, I think back to March of 2019, uh, excuse me, 2020. And right when this was all coming down, there was certainly uncertainty and there was fear about what was to happen. And then it goes into the second stage, though, this heroic phase, this rally cry that begins to come about where folks are banding together and, you know, slogans like we're in this together and we've got this and we're going to conquer it. And everybody kind of comes together in that moment. And it, there's a sense of optimism that we can make this right. And then what happens over time, though, is that optimism begins to leak out and you enter into the third phase, which is the phase I believe we're in, which is this disillusionment phase. Is this stuff ever going to end? I'm so tired of it. How do I keep going on like this? I mean, it's 
it's just it's it's just making me crazy in my brain and how do I work through this? And so that's what today is all about. We want to encourage our listeners. We want to equip our listeners to have the abundant mindset that you coach on. And so that's what today's conversation is all about, Kelly. And we wanted to bring in the leading industry expert, Kelly Resendez, to help our audience, you know, gather this mindset of abundance and get out of this, you know, scarcity type of mentality or this fear type of mentality. So let's kick it off, Kelly. Let's talk about the abundant mindset and what you call flow. So can you kind of share with our audience what flow is? Yeah, I would just tell all of you, there's never been a more important time in history for us to take ownership about how we feel and perceive the world around us. And so when you think about mindset, it really is the way that you experience reality. We all know that we can't change reality. However, we are seeing that our thoughts can certainly shift reality. And that's really what mindset is about. It's about choosing a new way to experience life. And once you do, you can either get into a positive flow or a negative flow. So what I want for all of you amazing listeners out there is for you to open up your mind to this possibility that you can magnetize yourself for absolute amazing opportunities to come to you, that you can magnetize yourself for more prosperity, for more love, for more time, for more energy, for all of these things. And that's really what flow is, is getting in this flow of abundance where things just come to you. Like you might think of somebody that you want to connect with and next thing you know, they pick up the phone and they call you. You might want to think about, you know, just creating uh, more opportunities within your business. And next thing you know, you get a new referral source that comes in. And that's really what flow is. It's that you're magnetizing yourself for more things to come to you. Hey, that's, uh, that's fantastic. You know, as I'm listening to you, Kelly, I'm thinking about how this conversation actually started. Um, I was in flow. I was just trying to, you know, connect with you. I think I shot a fun little video to just encourage you. And again, having that abundant mindset and, and all of a sudden here we are flowing on the juggernaut podcast. So absolutely cool example of that. And I probably had just thought, like before that, how do I spread even more positivity? And then next thing you know, you invite me on. And that's really what flow is. And so if you think about it as being what disrupts flow, it is our focus on things that are not great. And there's so many things that we can focus on in the world that are not great, but there are way more that we can focus on that are amazing and beautiful. And that's where we've got to be able to shift our mindset to start focusing on what's satisfactory instead of the things that aren't satisfactory. And so one of the things I'll tell you, especially with real estate agents, you know, they spend so much time talking about the listing that didn't go anywhere or the deal that they didn't get, or maybe their competitor won or or whatnot, rather than all of the things that they did great. And I love competition. I think if you lose a listing, you will get better if you choose to. You will rewind that conversation. You will rewind everything that you said and did so that you can set new intentions for your future. And that's really where that shift has to occur right out of the gates is that we put resistance. Like if we have a vision for our life of what we want to create and then we focus on things that aren't great, we aren't ever going to get what we really want. Like we're just going to get more of what we don't want. And so to get into flow where things just come with ease, that's what we want. We just want so much ease in our lives where it's like, wow, life is so easy. 
so many people think it's hard because they're focusing on the things that are hard. And we get that choice. It is so easy to be sucked into the negative. You turn on the news and they generally don't lead with the happy stories or the people helping people. It's always the car crash or the really frightening stuff. And it, it is, that's, I feel like that's the easy way to go, right? That you can fall into that and just not make a choice and easily fall into the negative side of things. But I love this perspective that, and reminding us, because we forget when you get busy, you have a choice and you can choose to Always. be positive. Always. And you know, news is a choice for every single one of us. For myself, you know, people ask me, like, how do you stay so disconnected from what's going on? And my answer is simple. My purpose on earth is to spread joy. And I don't have the time and energy to allow anyone else to steal it. So I'm not going to turn on the news and I'm not going to watch it. Now, am I informed about certain things? Absolutely. And my closest friends know to call me really quick if there's a natural disaster, because chances <laughs> are I will have no knowledge of it. However, like we do have to protect ourselves. And some of us can can witness negativity and not feel it and not focus on it. And other people can't. So you just have to know yourself because it is is addictive. It's addictive to connect with people on negative things. But to me, it's also addictive to connect to people on positive things. So proximity is power. That is one of my favorite things that Tony Robbins shares is that you want to surround yourself with more people that are focused on things that are good. And I'll shift people all the time. If they call me and you said, I'm like, how's your day? And you start going on a tyrant about something that just happened. I will say, I'm going to stop you for a moment. Why don't you tell me at least three things that have been amazing today? And we can always start with one. I open my eyes today. I open my eyes. I'm here. I get another shot. I mean, and that's what we don't realize. Like it is so easy for us to start to focus on things that are amazing. And if you can't start small, like focus on the fact that all of us are breathing without having to think about it. We don't have to tell anyone what to do. We don't have to tell our body what to do. It just naturally happens. We're miraculous creatures. Like our body is just one of the most amazing things that is working for us without energy every day. So just focus on that if you can't find anything to be grateful for. It's a really good reminder. And we can all use that in the midst of that really challenging day or challenging transaction yes. or phone call from a client. That's something that we need to remember to just take it back for a minute and appreciate the basics and what we all have. Yeah. And I'm just going to add, Stephanie, just because you mentioned I'm the first female guest that's on. And so for all of the females that are out there, one of the one of the greatest challenges that we have to remain in flow as females is that we are using so much masculine energy to be successful that we have to be intentional about trying to step back into our feminine, which is all about being and feeling and connecting. That is our superpower. You know, doing, yeah, it's, a lot of things need to get done, but we also need to know that to get into flow, we need to just remind ourselves to slow down sometimes and savor those conversations, savor those moments where we did have a deep connection with somebody so that we just don't go back to that to-do list that is more, we use a lot more masculine power for that. 
Were you, were you sitting in my office this no, morning? No, I was not, I promise. But I was sitting in my it's own relatable. office. And it's I so have to relatable. be I have to be really, really, you know, cautious about that. And as as everyone listens on the line, we all have different skills. We all have different value that we bring to the table. And that's why we see pretty equal distribution amongst female top producers and male top producers. But the females need to focus on what makes them a top producer and the males need to focus. And it's not necessarily the same. It's not. It's not the same. So let's use less energy when we're in our most authentic place of femininity or masculinity. We just use less energy, Mm -hmm. which we need a lot of. Yeah. I want to go back to something you said, Kelly, you were talking about, um, you know, getting in flow, focusing on the positive and the fact that we all have something that we can be grateful for, something that we can be positive about. For example, opening my eyes, right, is something that you said, or or breathing in that first breath of the day, right? Um, it made me think of something, and I've pulled it up here because I wanted to read it to the audience. We've probably heard this before, but I, I want to go ahead and share it yet again, because it is so true. If you're looking for something to be grateful for, or you're looking for a way to start your day and the right things to focus on, um, this little bit might help you out. So here you go. Uh, If you have food in your fridge, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of the world. If you have money in your bank, your wallet, and some spare change, you are among 8% of the world's wealthy. If you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you are more blessed than a million people who will not survive this week. If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the agony of imprisonment, or torture, or the horrible pangs of starvation, you are luckier than 500 million people alive and suffering. If you can read this message or hear this message, you are more fortunate than 3 billion in the world who cannot read at all. Wow. It's powerful words, right? Powerful. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm fired up. <laughs> and it's I'm all so focus. Grateful. It, it is, is all focus. I mean, if you look at the division in the world today, you know, it is all about focus. We could equally focus on all the things that we have in common and mutual interests, just like we're doing the opposite. Right. And that's what we've got to start doing. And as a community of real estate professionals, it is really up to us. We can unite more people. We can, you know, we can work with anyone. And, and I'm watching and witnessing so many people within our own industry on social media today, creating a greater divide. And I think it's time that we just step back and say, let's just all be neutral. Let's just be in that position of positive power, which is I'm just going to unite more people and help them, you know, create more abundance for themselves. Right. Yeah, I love that. I love this conversation. Uh, I'm literally getting chills and, you know, goosebumps and all that kind of stuff. So um, this is very encouraging. And I'm hoping that our audience is is really feeling the encouragement right now as well. Because, again, we find ourselves in a crazy time. And it's just important that we just realign ourselves, that we realign ourselves to the positive that is absolutely available to each and every one of us. And so I want to talk about flow for just another minute. And I want to give the audience some kind of best practices, some tips to start the day. I mean, when do you find yourself, you know, getting in flow? Is it right when you wake up or is there a certain routine that you follow? Is yeah. there something that triggers it in the middle of the day or like, is it throughout the day at the end of the day? How do you approach getting in flow to, to get the day started right? Yeah. So what I would tell you is that it really starts the night before for me. I have to know what energy level I need the next day. It just depends. I always look at my calendar. I always just make sure that I'm already planning accordingly so that I can 
ensure that my top priorities in my life are met. And then I do have a morning ritual. So my, my time that I wake up every single morning is always two hours before my first appointment so that I can plan accordingly. I do have a morning ritual. Uh, and for me, my largest priority in my life is God. So he has to come first. So I, I do my devotional. I review my goals 365 days out of the year. I look at my vision for how I want to feel in my life so that I can all day focus on, oh, I'm feeling joy. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling successful. I'm feeling loving. Just really so that I can I can put that reminder on there. And then I always journal. And really what journaling is for me is emptying and handing over any of the challenges that I feel in my life to, I mean, for me, it's to God. You might hand it to the universe or whatever, but I try not to carry it with me. I'm very faithful. I'm very hopeful that if I'm struggling or there are things going on in the world that with with prayer and focus, I can just release it. And so I do my part. And my morning ritual always sets me up into that place where I own my joy. I want to show up for my teenagers in a place where if things go sideways, I mean, they're in a Zoom classroom now. They're not, you know, I, I would say by no means are they crushing it in school in that <laughs> atmosphere. And so I'm having to be a little bit more involved, but I get a choice of I'm not going to choose to be frustrated with my kids. This is new for them too. I'm going to choose to be in my highest place, which is acceptance and support. And so that's really what kind of sets me up is that morning ritual as well. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that, you know, my emotional and physical well-being is of the greatest priority so that I always have a cup that's overflowing. That's what abundance is, is I have more than enough energy to give to everyone. I mean, today in our society people repeatedly go home and they've got nothing left. That's not how life is supposed to be. You are supposed to go home with energy so that you can relax and have fun and do other things. And you guys are cracking up laughing at me right now, but trust me, it's possible. So we've got to watch our energy level as as we kind of really go through our day. The dedication that you have to that morning routine, I'm just, I'm absolutely in awe that you have a routine that you can say that you do consistently 365 days a year is just wow. It's a choice. It is a choice. But here's the thing. And this is what I love about podcasts and speaking and books and whatnot. It holds me accountable. It holds me accountable because if people, if I'm out there talking about living in abundance and I look like a chicken with my head cut off and I'm stressed out, people aren't going to listen to me. The reason why I have the impact that I do is people see me and they're like, how do you do that? Like, how do you live that way? And that's really where, you know, I I, I believe sometimes that in order to be in abundance, in order to be in flow, we do have to have some accountability. And so me being able to share these things holds myself accountable. I just made that commitment again. Like, this is a choice that I make, but I also see the benefits of it show up in my life every single day. Yeah, I I could see how you would feel that difference in planning the night ahead, knowing what you have ahead, preparing yourself, gearing yourself up for that. What are some tools or ways that our audience could start in that direction? What is some, like, what's a way, because committing to all of the amazing things that you do each night and each morning, some of our audience might think, okay, you know, it's a little much to, to start off day one. What would you recommend for somebody who's wanting to change their life? What is one step or one thing they might start doing or how frequently could they start doing it if they're trying to kind of ease in and build habits? 
Absolutely. So the first thing that I'd say that I always try to get people to start with is is really having a vision for how you want to feel in your life. And that's where it starts. And most people don't start there. They start with goals. And I love goals. Don't get me wrong. It's it's very powerful to set measurable results, focused things that you want to accomplish. But if you don't really know how you want to feel in every area of your life, then you aren't going to know what to focus your goals or your habits on. And so I would always start there and make sure that your vision aligns with your priorities in your life. I look at my priorities every day. I have to remind myself so that I know I could stay at work, but I also have a goal that I'm going to spend more time having dinner with my kids and I want to get home and I and I know that the work's going to be there once once they go to their rooms and do whatever it is that they're doing as teenagers. And so just start with that vision for how you want to feel in your life so that you can then move on to, okay, what habits might I be able to create for myself that are going to get me there that much faster. And so the habit of doing my morning ritual was just one of those things that once I committed to it many years ago, at first you don't really see the benefit. That's that's the challenge with a habit, right? So if you look at what a habit is, it is a cue, which it's for me, it's waking up, I make my tea and I do my morning ritual every single day, right? So I've got that cue, which is waking up, then I do the behavior, Well, the reward for a lot of things that are good for us, we don't really get to see it, right? Like for me, I work out and I walk, but you don't really see it. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not somebody that's trying to build, you know, some physique or whatnot. So it's like a subtle, like I'm healthy, but you don't see it. And for a lot of us, we want that reward to be like tangible. Like I want to step on a scale. I want to see something. And with the morning ritual, it's a challenge unless you start to focus on things where you're like, I'm going to start celebrating small victories. So for imagine yourself, Stephanie, where you don't maybe one of the things is that you want to feel more peaceful throughout the day which the opposition to that would be stressful, right? Mm-hmm. We always want to start with resistance is stress. So if you're like, I don't want to be stressed out, you're already creating resistance. You want to focus on what you want to create, which is abundance, which is I want to feel more peace throughout my day or more contentment or, or whatever that might look like. And so you're going to have to start celebrating That moment when Anthony does something, which of course he would never do anything dumb that would typically stress you out, right? Um, But if he did and you witnessed it and you didn't get stressed out and you're like, shoulder shrug, not a big deal. Everything's always working out okay for me. You're going to boom, just celebrate it and remember it and linger in that moment a little bit longer because that's the reward. Because from this morning, when you made that commitment to yourself that I am peace, I am going to, you know, basically own my joy today and I'm not going to give it to anyone. You know, and I tell my kids this every single day, like you are not stealing my joy. You can keep trying and keep trying and keep (laughs) trying, but I stay in that intentionality. And so you're going to have to look at these habits that are going to get you closer to how you want to feel. And you're going to have to start creating rewards for yourself because so many of them are too subtle for you to really see. And this is where I would say all of you real estate agents out there, 
the challenge that you all have, and I love you dearly, is you do not connect with your database often enough and you don't do a very good job of asking for referrals. So many of you will tell me, well, they know that I want referrals. No, you've got to teach people how they can help you, right? So those simple things, well, you have to look at why, why don't they have the habit of just doing it. Like, why isn't this a habit for them? It's because they think the reward is whether or not that person wants to list or buy real estate. And that's not enough of a reward. You got to take your power back and say, if I make my database calls this week, I'm going to reward myself with a pedicure. I'm going to reward myself with $25 going to go into my shoe fund or my purse fund, or for the masculine out there who much prefer <laughs> pain over pleasure, <laughs> Anthony is going to just have to take something away from himself, something that he enjoys. You like football. Do you like watching football? Yeah, I like watching football, okay. of course. So you'd have to say, <laughs> I will not get to watch football this Sunday if I don't win my week by staying committed to the habits that I know are going to get me closer to my goal and my vision for how I want to feel in my business. And that's really my recommendation on the habits is just figure out little things. Like for me, health is so important, but it's also, it, it, I just don't have two hours to invest in it every single day. I'm unwilling to give that much time up. And so I've got to do random stuff like squats when I take my dogs to go out to the bathroom or when I'm cooking or doing random stuff. I mean, and I, I had to get over the fact that my kids make fun of me. I just have to do it. But that's some days that's all I get. Yeah. I want to go back to um, a word that we hear so often, and it was brought up just a moment ago, but we talk about energy right? Ah. Energy. How do we create and generate, you know, positive energy? It just, just that the, the type of mentality and the physical being that just wants to go out and attack the day in your experience, Kelly. And, and if you'd share with the audience, you know, what is that connection between our physical uh, health and exercising and things like that? And the connection to our mental health and how we feel and how we think and how we can begin to focus on the positive things and how those two worlds are really kind of interconnected. Yeah, absolutely. That is such an important question for everyone to listen to because we really have become a lazy society and we've been given so many tools in which we can become lazy, right? Whether it's gaming, social media, television, all of these options for us to not do what we know we should be doing when we don't feel like doing it. And so what I would tell you about energy, it is one of the greatest tools that I use in my life to create more success. And so if you have more energy, you are going to win at the success game more often than not. And really, I, I love Brendan Bruchard's kind of philosophy about energy is that we're like a power plant. We should look at energy as something that we start with none. Like a power plant doesn't start with any energy. Its job is to create it. So you might wake up and have just a set amount of energy, but you want to look at it as how can I create even more and how can I hold the energy that I have? And so I really own my energy by making sure that sleep is probably the largest priority for me when it comes to my physical well-being is I do get eight to nine hours of sleep every single night. You can retrain yourself. For those of you that have the limiting belief that you don't know how to sleep, that's all it is. You've been telling yourself for that for so long that you've believed it. Your mind will believe whatever you tell it. 
You know, and I love Dr. Joe Dispenza's idea of you can either listen to your mind or you can talk to it. Start telling yourself what you need to believe in order to create some of these things in your life. So I am a fantastic sleeper. I wake up in the morning and I am like, that was the most amazing eight hours of sleep that I've ever gotten in my entire life. I have no idea if I slept five or six, but I believe that I slept eight. And so that's one thing that you've got to start with. Water, super important. What you eat is very important as well. You know, exercise is important, as I do see that <laughs> drink that you've got over there, Stephanie. I'm, no judgment. Water. No judgment. Um, it, it is just important for us to know every single thing that we put into our body is going to either help us increase energy or deplete energy. So if I ate a three-item combo at Jimbo today at, or Jim Boys today at lunch, I'd probably be a little sleepy right now. Yeah. But I didn't. Um, and so I do have more of that abundance of energy kind of flowing in my life. And the last thing that I would say is that you do need to look at people as, as a part of the energy. We have toxic people and we have people that bring us energy too. And so you always want to just ask yourself, like after you've been in a meeting or anywhere, like, do I have more energy or do I have less energy? And then just learn how to hold that. You know, I can go into a speaking event where six years ago, I pretty much had to sleep for about 24 hours after I got done speaking. And now I have a routine that I do and I'm able to hold my energy and it doesn't have any impact on me. But there are certain times, maybe, I mean, I am one of those people and I love all my girlfriends that are out there. But if you have any sort of girls party, I will not be there. It sucks the life out of me because I want to have deep, meaningful conversations with people about changing the world. Right. That is the type of conversations yeah. that I like. I don't need to talk about clothes or, or things like that or all the things that, you know, your spouse or your kids are doing wrong. It just sucks the life out of me. So I have really strong boundaries for that as well. So energy, just own it. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. This is an area that that I've struggled with in the past, um, in the last couple of years, is this energy factor. And I was kind of caught in this cycle of excuses, right? I'm the father of three little ones, two, four, and six. And I kind of got caught into this self-talk that, oh man, I'm just so tired. The kids are keeping me up all night. I don't have time to exercise. And, you know, it wasn't until I just owned my reality and realized that, okay, I got to wake up a little earlier. And this morning routine is so critical. And I've been, you know, on a steady routine now for the better part of 2020, every single day. I call it bookending the days, right? The way I start the day, the way I end the day, it's the same every single day, day in and day out. But what I had to do was adjust when I woke up. So now the alarm goes off at 4.30 because I have to get up before the kids get up if I want to accomplish anything and have any sort of routine yeah. because as soon as the first one starts screaming, it's game over for me, right? Yeah. And so, and then you get to work and yeah. you have the same thing that happens, right? And, you have all these people that need you right. and you support. And so you have to give that gift to yourself. So when the alarm goes off at 4.30 though, and it's dark and it's cold, I got to tell you the first you know few weeks and months that I was kind of trying to get get into this new habit and ritual within the morning, it was a grind and it was really hard and I was tired and I was groggy. And certainly if I had a glass of wine the night before, I was even more groggy, right? And so I realized like, like, hey, I gotta gotta cut out the alcohol. That's the first thing. The second thing is I gotta wake up early. And the, the thing that I started doing in the last couple of months, I heard on another podcast is something cold in the morning, 
So a cold shower, if you want to wake up at 4.30 and be alive, excited, and full of energy, take a 90-second cold shower. So every morning, I'm putting on the cold water, and it's lighting up my day. And by 5 a.m., by 5 a.m., I'm I'm alive, excited, and ready to conquer the day. So anyways, if anybody, I'm I'm trying to give the audience something tangible. If you want some energy, take a cold shower is basically what I'm saying. There you go. But I would say, you know, when you think about energy and, and this whole idea that it is something that you really own... Just start to look at your days too, just ahead of time and just say, do I need more? Do I need less? And and if you need a little bit less, you know, then then you can give a little bit more. But just making sure that you fill your own cup is going to get you where you need to go. Yep. I love it. Stephanie, what do you think? A couple more questions here and let's look to uh, wrap up this episode of the Juggernaut Podcast. Yeah, I feel like we could go on for days because everything <laughs> you say, right I have really, right? <laughs> I have more questions and I have comments and I want to hear more about that. And I've really, I, I thank you for the time today because I've learned quite a bit. We're not done yet, but this has really been uh, very eye-opening for me. I know um, our audience can probably relate to the struggles of trying to sleep and also get up early and exercise and support their family, be it through distance learning or whatever they're going through right now. And of course, still selling real estate or doing loans or working in title or whatever the case may be. That's a lot. And I, I want to hear a little bit more about um, how you were talking about not letting yourself talk you out of doing yeah. things. Because I know we can all relate to that because I can relate to that because that's the voice that goes off. Anthony, I got to tell you, when my alarm goes off at four, not competing, but it does go off at four. (laughs) And that voice is like, "Eh, you can sleep for 10 more minutes. It's fine. It's warm. Don't get up. Don't get up. And and how how can you start to kind of defeat that voice that is so loud at times to just say, oh, you can do it later. It'll be fine. What are some ideas that people can utilize? Yeah, well, I'd say my most recent one, um, just buy a puppy. Um, yeah, that's the easiest way if you want to get it. Yeah, if you want to get up early, just buy a puppy. Uh, I've just gone through that again. So I don't know what I was thinking. You know, it's it's all about making a decision. You have to make a decision what, what you want your life to look like. And then you've got to ensure that the language and 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 the thoughts that you create, not the ones that are already there, because we already know the ones that we're thinking all the time are from deep subconscious programming that we don't even know where it came from. There are so many people listening right now that are not really confident, that actually have a lot of negative self-talk, that every day are having to fight the voice, whether it's for addiction or laziness or whatever it is, like they're having to fight a voice. And, you know, I can relate. I've got a perfectionist voice that shows up all the time and I'm overcoming that. And so the power of language is so important when we're in this place of creation is that we have to create the thoughts. It is just, this is just what I do. I just wake up every day at four. I love waking up every day at four. And the more you tell yourself that, the easier it becomes. You know, there were some things, Anthony, that you said before, like something was a struggle or a challenge. Just telling yourself that it's a challenge is so much better than saying I have problems. It will it will really change things. And I would tell you that you've got to learn how to get yourself excited about something. We have such a bland vocabulary at this point. I mean, and and I'm just going to say that without judgment. I will have conversations with people. I'm like, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are the kids? Okay, they're fine. 
you know, and you're like, that's your life. Like I want to be like, oh my gosh, I just had the most delicious conversation with my daughter. And it was just, you know, whatever it is, like we've got to create those feelings. These are things that we get to do, but we've got to understand just how the power of language plays into that. So some of the hacks that I would tell yourself is just the night before. It's just like, I am so excited about what I'm going to do tomorrow morning. Like I'm going to wake up without hitting snooze and I'm going to celebrate and maybe have a dance party for yourself for a couple minutes or you take your cold shower, however you need to do it. It's just about making a decision. If you continue to live life the way that you always have without putting focus on your mindset or your habits or your behaviors, it's just always going to stay the same. Then there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I look at the personal growth thing. I've been in it for 16 years now. It's not for everybody. I have tons of friends that don't choose this lifestyle and I don't I don't have any, you know, ill feelings towards them or judge them or anything. I just if you want to take your life to the next level, you are the creator. Your thoughts create your reality. And the only way that we shift reality is by focusing on this vision for our future. Like every day I'm going to step into this because I know that if I wake up early and I do these things that six months from now, I'm going to feel differently. And my, you know, my, my Achilles heel has been meditation. Like for 16 years, I've had people tell me like, you've got to meditate, you've got to meditate, but it's really hard to see the results of meditation. Right. And so I had to convince myself and holy moly. Now it's like a drug. I love Mm -hmm. meditating. Yeah, there's there's so much depth in the last few sentences right there. Um, when you when you talk about you know doing the things that you're supposed to do, but not seeing that instant gratification, right? I mean, our society this is the microwave era, right? I mean, there's some there's some positive to that. You know, when I got to make the kids a meal and I can get it done in 60 <laughs> seconds or less, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I enjoy that quick fix, that positive instant gratification of getting the meal prepared. But, you know, it begins to, you know, kind of wire our perceptions of reality and what we expect when we're doing things in life, whether it be working out or in our business life. And and what you're talking about is so critical. I mean, we have to know and recognize that the effort that you're putting in today, it is going to pay dividends in the future. And it's walking that out by blind faith sometimes. And I, I always talk, I bring it back into the business life and you talk about an agent that is, you know, farming a neighborhood or calling on their database. You know, they want to make the calls today and drop the postcards in the mail today and get the business today, but it just doesn't happen that way, right? It's, it, it takes time and it takes consistency over time to get the result that you're looking for. And so again, just so much depth in what you're talking about. And it's just a great reminder for, a, for us to just realign our thinking and realize that, you know, we can, we can get through this challenging season. There's still so much positive that is going on. We've talked about some of those positive things that we can absolutely wake up and focus on on any given day. Um, but that's what's going to help lead us into the future and out of this pandemic going into 2021 to keep, you know, mentally sharp and feeling good and having energy and the vigor to just attack the day every single day. I think that that is our hope and that is our goal for our listeners today is that they would just be encouraged, that you would walk away from today's podcast feeling better than you did before you strapped on the headphones or you put this, you press play in the car. Um, That's the goal. That's the hope. Stephanie, what do you, what do you have to say here? 
Okay, I got to say my favorite part, and you, it just it went by so quickly. So I'm going to bring it back. But in your last answer, was we get to do these things? Oh, we and get to pay taxes. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody, yeah. but part of the abundance mind flow is that you have more than enough. And if you're complaining about taxes, I'll tell you right now that is one of the greatest prosperity abundance blocks that I work with people on. Get over it. Like I'd much rather pay. You know, and for me, it, 47 cents on a dollar, then I would do anything else. I, it's just, it's so simple, but so powerful. Yeah. Just that little shift. And oh. You don't have to do something. You get to do Absolutely. something. Any final thoughts you want to leave with our listeners? Yeah, I'm just, I, I just want to piggyback on something that Anthony said, because I think expectations are what really drives so much disappointment and resistance. You know, I, I appreciate that with goals, a lot of times we decide that we want to make them time sensitive for those of you guys that do smart goals, but that's not how a vision works. And that's why we always want to start with a vision. It's how do I want to feel? So if I want to feel prosperous and abundance, you can't put a time limit on that or you will be disappointed. You just have to trust that all of these things are coming. Once you have that desire, it's done. You're going to create it. Your job is not to be disappointed that it's not here fast enough. Like you've just got to be that, you know, that just rooted in absolute faith that it's coming because if you can imagine it, it's going to come and that's it. Well said. Well, um, let's just wrap things up here, if we can, on the Juggernaut Podcast. This is episode six. We are with Kelly Resendez, and we're talking about how to create an abundant mindset and remove resistance. How can folks get connected to you, Kelly, if they want more information or want to listen to a podcast or a book yeah. or check out a website? How can folks get connected? Yeah, just go to um, www.kellyresendez.com. And you can find just a lot of different um, avenues to be able to reach out right, to well, me help, there. Help us out with the spelling, Resendez. <laughs> R-E-S-E-N-D-E-Z. All right, perfect. Stephanie, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. It's been a privilege. This was really a powerful episode, and I, I really think that our audience is going to gain a lot from this. I think being where we are in Northern California, we're really fortunate to have you be part of our local real estate community. And today we've been able to share you with the larger real estate community. Awesome. Thanks for taking time. Thank you guys so much. And again, this is the Juggernaut Podcast designed to help you become an unstoppable force, a juggernaut, ladies and gentlemen. 